0: welcome back we are in revelation chapter 12 verse 5 let's go it says in verse 5 she bore a male child who was to rule all nations with the rod of iron and her child was caught up to god and his throne then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by god that they should feed her there 1260 days okay so verse 5 She bore a male child. She refers to the woman, which refers to Israel. She bore a male child, which of course is Jesus, who was to rule all nations. Jesus is God. There's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Three persons and one Godhead. They're equal, but with separate and different roles. Much like a husband and a wife. Equal, equal, but with different roles. And it says that he was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. This one verse jumps from the birth of Jesus to the ascension and kingship of Jesus. Just right there. She she bore a male child. So he was born who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. Again, the first coming, which was about 2,000 years ago, he came as a suffering servant, the sacrificial lamb. When he comes again, he will be the conquering king. Don't mistake his suffering servant um, kind of role as weakness. Oh, he was not weak. He overcame the grave and he could have put any of his enemies just with a breath or a thought or a flick of a finger, they would have been gone. But he allowed them to prevail and Satan thought he won on the cross, but he didn't. He thought he had killed Jesus. He didn't. In fact, he did exactly what Jesus said pre-planned for Satan to do. It was... A surprise to Satan that Jesus rose from the dead, but Jesus proved his deity and godship. And then it continues on to say, and her child was caught up to God and his throne. So we have symbolized here the birth of Christ and his victorious ascension. But nothing right here is said about his life or his death. And then we get to verse 6. It says, then the woman fled into the wilderness... Remember the present church age, church age is between the Pentecost and the coming rapture. And William MacDonald in the Believers Bible commentary says the present church age is passed over between verses five and verses six, and in the middle of a tribulation a portion of the nation of Israel flees to a secret place of refuge in the wilderness. And some think this is the rock city of Petra. I am one of those. I believe that this is the rock city of Petra, and they'll be there for three and a half years. So this wilderness there's there's a city in a rock city in Jordan it's got an entrance made of rock and it's only twelve feet wide, so just an unbelievable place to take refuge and to hide. And as we come upon and talk about the wrath, especially of the bold judgments here in a little bit, we can see why they wouldn't want to hide and want to be safe and protected from this. And so they flee. It says, the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God. Well, that very place prepared by God, if we're correct that this is the rock city of Petra, that was prepared by God, right? It was made by God. It's a It's a carve-out in a mountain that was created by God, and it was prepared from the beginning of time for this instance by God. And that they should feed her there, and that's the woman implying Israel. Whether this is the entire nation of Israel or some people of Israel, whether there are some people who are not of the nation of Israel who also go, I don't know the answer to that, but it simply says the woman fled. So let's just assume... um, these purposes and again you 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 may have a a difference of interpretation as to who this is or how many people are where it is uh i believe it's the israel referring probably to most of israel not not all of israel probably and going to the rock city of petra and that she should be there 1260 days well remember 1260 days divided by the 360 day calendar that they used back then is three and a half years and then we get to verse 7, and it says, And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. So let's dissect that. So verse 7, And war Broke out in heaven. So this is Michael and his angels on one side, and Satan the dragon and his angels. Satan is the dragon. Satan and his angels on the other side. This occurs in the middle of the tribulation. Remember that Michael is the archangel associated with the affairs of the nations of Israel, and we we can look to Daniel 12:1. It says, "At that time Michael shall stand up." The Great Prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation. so a third of the angels fell to the uh, from heaven to the earth and they abode in the atmospheric heaven and their demons. We know that Satan has access to heaven because of Job right, and we know that he has access to earth because of all the sin and the temptation on earth so here you have. We're, we're, let's let's look at heaven and Satan's access to get a better feel for this. So, in the, in the beginning of mankind, there was Adam and Eve and the serpent, the old serpent, the devil, and he tempted Adam and Eve, and he prevailed, and they sinned, and the result was death, and Satan thought that he had won, and then. He realized that he needed to cut off Israel and cut off the Messiah and cut off Jesus, who, of course, was the Messiah and is the Messiah. And so he kept going after Israel, and he would work through the Assyrians and through the Babylonians and through the Romans and through the Egyptians and just kept trying to take out Israel, take out Israel, and take out Israel. And he, for a time, he would think he was successful, but God knows the future. And he's like, nope, you are not successful. He even got down at, at times to just one, um, you know, one person left in the line. And God worked through that one person who was left in the line uh, for Jesus to come through. And Satan kept thinking he was he was going to prevail. And he worked through King Herod to kill all the babies. And he thought he was going to get the Messiah. And he didn't. And then he got Jesus on the cross. But let me step back before we go there. So, satan was a high level angel in heaven a cherub and he was cast out of heaven because he wanted to be god he wanted to do exactly what he's going to do here shortly in the middle of the tribulation and declare that he's god that's what he wanted to do in heaven so he was cast out of heaven a third of the angels were cast out with him and those are what we refer to today as demons now we know from job that satan still has access to heaven because And Job, he was, you know, the devil was walking to and fro. He can't be in one place at one time. And he was talking to God, and God was saying, here's what you can do. You can uh, test him, you can tempt him, but you cannot kill him. That was his specific um, limitation that we're we're told about. There may have been others, but that was a specific limitation, uh, probably the only one, uh, that he imposed on that particular situation. And... Then we fast-forward to the death on the cross, and Satan's like, Yes! I killed the Messiah! I killed Jesus! This is awesome! I'm the ruler, doing his little party dance, his little end-zone dance. And then three days later, Jesus rose from the death, and Satan's like, Huh? And then he ascended into heaven shortly thereafter. And Satan's like, What? what, what? Um, Hmm. I thought I won. And then he kept trying to take out Israel, and Israel ceased to exist as a nation, came back into existence as a nation in 1948, and Satan's like, "Man, what is going on?" And God's like, "I got you, dude. I am in control. I know the future. I have plans." And so here there's going to be an so Satan continues to have access to heaven. And that's apparent because we see those in that in this verse here. And now this there's going to be a battle in heaven in the middle of the tribulation. Michael and his angels versus Satan and and the demons, his angel the the demonic angels. And, of course, God is in control, and God gives Michael these powers and the other angels these powers, and they defeat Satan. And now they're about to lose all access to heaven. They'll never be able to enter and to to talk to God uh, again, not like they're praying to God or doing what we want to do. They're trying to accuse God, and they're trying to tell God, they're like, Hey, do you see Jason down there? Do you see Barbara? Do you see Johnny and Jackie and Fred? look at what they're doing. They say they love you and they don't. How how could you love them? And God's like, all I see is Jesus when I look at them because they have accepted Jesus and my Holy Spirit lives inside of them. So that's the framework here. And that pretty much took up all of our time to set that up. But I hope that really gives you a framework for kind of history up to the present, up to the future for this, uh, battle in heaven that's going to occur when satan and his demons will lose complete access to heaven from that point forward and michael is the guardian of angels pe- people read a couple of verses on that daniel ten thirteen. but the prince of the kingdom of persia withstood me 21 days and behold michael one of the chief princes came to help me and we see in jude 1 9 yet michael the arch- archangel in contending with the devil when he disputed about the body of moses dared not bring against him a reviling accusation but said the lord rebuke you and it says they fought with the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought but they did not prevail nor is a place found for them in heaven any longer so they lost complete access to heaven this is not in the past this is looking forward in the future this is a mid-tribulation event yet to come remember the tribulation has not come the rapture has not come yet so it'll be the rapture followed by the tribulation in the middle of the tribulation um which is three and a half years it'll usher in the second three and a half year period known as three and a half uh, the great tribulation and in that middle of the tribulation the uh, devil and angel uh demons will no longer have access to heaven and i'll finish in verse 9 so the great dragon was cast out we just talked about all of that that serpent of old called the devil and Satan. So he's got several names, the serpent of old, devil, Satan. What those mean, it means he's a deceiver, he's a liar, he's a murderer, he's hateful. He has no love in him. All he wants to do is destroy you. He wants to take you down with him. Don't let him. And it says, who deceives the whole world. And yes, he's deceived the whole world. How do we know that? Because every single person is a sinner. Not only were they born a sinner, that innate sin, but they're also sinning very well on their own. You and I sin all the time, almost certainly every single day and almost certainly multiple times a day. But if you trust in Jesus, then your sins are covered and God considers you holy. And it says he was cast to earth and his angels were cast out with him. That'll wrap us up for today. Lord, help us to understand the power of Satan that he wants to overcome us he wants to overpower us he wants to destroy us he wants to take us to the awful place of hell of the lake of fire with him lord he knows his destiny he knows he's not going to be god he knows he's not going to go into heaven but he's fighting hard but lord you are way more powerful greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world you are the overcomer you overcame death you conquered death you rose from death you ascended into heaven because we believe in you we are born again born of eternal life help us to understand these truths to dissect them to pray about them to talk to you about them to read the bible and to trust you and to show that in our lives today lord amen thank you so much for listening to daily verse by verse we want you to be prepared in season and out of season to study the whole counsel of God so that you can share with people who Jesus is through your actions so that you have the right to tell them who Jesus is so that they can come to know Jesus or come to know Jesus better. We strongly encourage you to share this message, this podcast on your social media, Facebook, Instagram, message, email someone who you think could benefit from it. It's an easy way for you to go out and witness to the world just by sharing this podcast We hope you'll join us tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.